All right, I guess that means we're on, which, uh, you know, we haven't done one of these in a while, I guess. Uh, I don't know when the last one was. I didn't look back or care to look back uh, to get the exact number for everybody. I know everyone's interested in that, but uh, I did write down episode 68 for the last one, which was actually 67. Left that up there for two weeks, fixed it. It's good now. So this is number 68. And uh, we will be... Probably, what, 71, 72, 73 by the time the season starts, somewhere in that range. I would yeah. assume, you know, you do one every month or so during the offseason. There's not that much going on, but there's there's noteworthy stuff to talk about. I mean, you know. Yeah, there's some things. news here and there. Um, you know, we kind of kind of were on the – we did the recruiting thing a little bit last year, but, man, that just – it's yeah, – It was too it's much. Not, not enjoyable. Um, <laughs> so And there was nothing else going on. We didn't even know what the season was going to look like. True true so here we are back and there's going to be fans in the building full capacity this year so that'll be good i mean it really does suck the fact that they were as good as they were last year and then couldn't have any fans the entire year until the big 10 tournament but yeah that was bad um big Ten ACC challenge i mean that seems like a you know per source thing john rostein getting the sources already coming out with that in june which you know yeah, that's why you buy a shirt i guess so that is why you buy a shirt it says he, his name down there since he has these sources and such he's supporting supporting the uh the college basketball product and the game and uh maybe he'll come on probably not i think he's too big time for us <laughs> I don't know. He's, he buys uh, shirts. You think he'd come on? You'd think that he would throw us a bone, but he is right. on CBS Sports Network, which isn't even the real CBS. But I like the guy. You know, it's, I don't know why they would prioritize having Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith on uh, Andy Katz. But I digress. Uh, I'll go over the matchups here. There are some good ones. I, I wouldn't classify Illinois' matchup as a good one for for people that aren't fans of either team to watch. But whatever. Uh, Duke, Ohio State. Is going to be the headliner, I'm sure. I mean, Ohio State's going to win that game by at least 10. Um, Louisville, Michigan State. You got Florida State, Purdue. That'll be a good one, even though I I think Purdue's way better. But uh, Indiana and Syracuse, I'm sure Indiana will lose because that's what they like to do. Michigan, North Carolina, that'll be another headliner that people will want to watch, even though Michigan's far better. Um, Nebraska, NC State, Snorfest. Um, (laughs) I mean, Wisconsin, Georgia Tech. Doesn't do it for me. I think Greg Gard and what's going on with him is just going to be a cloud over that program yeah, the entire season. Man, I'm glad we're not in that situation, even though we could be at some point. Who knows? I mean, it, well, let's not act like it's been a spotless offseason for Illinois. but um, True. Iowa, Virginia, nobody cares. Clemson, Rutgers, whatever. Miami, Penn State. I, I think both of those teams are known for either um, winning big in the, in the Big Ten AC Challenge or just choking. I think those are – Kind of the MO on those two. Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Northwestern Wake Forest. I think there's going to be about six people that watch that on TV. And then Virginia Tech, Maryland, which will be Maryland by 20. Uh, and then Illinois, Notre Dame. So we're going to play Notre Dame. Revenge game for 2018. Home. That's good. Nice. Remember that game, 2018? Trent Frazier was about an inch away from winning the game. Yeah. Revenge game. No way you're losing this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like uh... – the ACC Big Ten did a heck of a lot better than the Gavit games. Um, those matchups well, are not great. Um, I didn't even look at them, so when we look at them later, yeah. I will you yeah. know, let you know. We'll, we'll talk about them later, but uh, yeah. So so this 
looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, like, what's their what's their record under Underwood in the Big Ten ACC Challenge? They lost to Notre Dame. They lost to Miami. Beat Duke. Did they play one more? I think they might have played one more. The year before uh, Iowa, they definitely yeah. played. I don't remember that season at all. So it's not that I wasn't a fan. I just like, come on, that team was horrendous. And, uh, you know, that can be hard to watch. But um, I'm going to find that out, and you can go to the next thing. Yeah. Um, so hold on. <laughs> you go. <laughs> I will go uh, at an elite level. I think it's storming where we are. So that usually, you know, props up a problem for, for pets and such. I, I've, I've known the same thing. But um, let me see here. This was 2017-18, and my computer is taking forever to load stuff. So that's good. That's a positive sign here. Um, the schedule that year. Let's find it out. We'll find this out. It's going to take a while. That team was uh, not good. That team was uh, 14 and 18, and they lost to Wake Forest by seven. So they're one and three in Big Ten AC Challenge games. One and three. They lost to Wake Forest that year. So get back to 500, win a couple, I would think would be the plan. What'd you find out? They lost to Wake Forest that year. Okay. One and three in Big Ten ACC Challenge. Gotcha. Lost the first three. I can't understand why my dogs are perfectly fine all day long, but as soon as we start a podcast, they just want to sit there and whine. So they see the the big lights, the yeah. lights, camera action, the whole deal. Right. They, they want some some showtime. So yep. um, starting uh, July first, uh, players are going to start making money on their uh, NIL, the NIL. Um, and so Illinois, I guess Illinois passed it. Uh, June 1st, Underwood said, we are pleased that the state of Illinois has acted quickly and decisively in passing legislation that will allow our student athletes opportunities regarding their name, image, and likeness. We have been eager, eagerly awaiting this new era in college sports and exciting to see our state be a positive leader in the area of NIL rights and empowering student athletes. Um, yesterday, both uh, Frazier and Curbelo tweeted out that they would be available through DMs for anything, sponsorships, anything like that. Um, I guess we're going to have to start paying them money if we want to get them on the show. I don't know. I was going to say, maybe work. we should do that. Um, so, uh, and then I saw Frazier, uh, I think he posted today on Twitter that he's going to be on Cameo. So, I know you you probably got a few cameos from John Rothstein, so you're pretty, probably pretty excited about John that. John Rothstein is overpriced on camera. <laughs> yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see what, you know, college kids are, are going to charge for it. Um, if it's reasonable. Uh, I did see that. Uh, I believe IO said that um, if that would have passed when he was a freshman, he, he thinks he easily would have made over six figures while playing at Illinois. Um, so uh I mean, good for them. I think it's been a long time coming. I know a lot of people are a lot, are mad about it or whatever, but there's no reason that um, they shouldn't be able to make money off themselves. I mean, like who was the football player? Uh, I can't remember where he's from, but he had a YouTube video and basically or YouTube page, and basically they kicked him off the team because of it. Um, the NCAA needs to realize that these kids deserve to make money off themselves. They've been making millions billions of dollars all these years um my question to you whose jersey are you buying first uh 
in for Illinois. I mean, yeah, I for Illinois. Um, it's too bad Adam Miller's not on the team anymore. He would have been the first probably True. for me, but. True. I, I would uh, buy a, I would buy a Kofi jersey, but I don't know if we'll get those made. So, he's ditching. So yeah, sounds like I would I would probably go with uh, I wouldn't do the cop out of Frazier or Curbelo like everyone else would. I'd probably go with someone like Alfonso Plummer, yeah, or Devonte Williams. Okay, what about uh, Omar Payne? No BBV. Okay, anyways. No answer. <laughs> the people who disagree with this thing don't actually know what it is. So that's kind yeah, of I agree. how it is with everything. I agree. Um, I think it's good for Illinois. I don't know if this is a state-by-state state thing. Um, I assume it is because they talk about how Illinois legislation helped pass it. So I can only think that this would help recruiting, um, that you could come to Illinois and make yeah, unless your- unless every other state mm-hmm. does it. Yeah, but I Which think they I all have. They to, will. I think uh, who's who's done it so far? California. Um, I think there's like three or four states that have passed it. Uh, which I, I assume eventually they all will. But uh, right now, I it, it's just interesting. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what these kids come out with. Uh, you know how much they brand themselves. Uh, I know a lot of people are against college kids branding themselves. I got some buddies that are like that. <laughs> um, so, you know, too bad you can't get any what? Of Illinois gear. Yeah, exactly, man. It's too bad. But uh, what other business model can you make millions of dollars off of somebody and then not give them anything? They get nothing. They get, a, they get an education, Ethan. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, that is important, but yeah, no, that's I a cop out excuse. Yeah. But uh, uh, on to some awards, end of the year awards for Illinois. Um, Io DeSumo was named, I believe, for the second time in a row, the Dyke Edelman Male Athlete of the Year. And then Curbelo uh, was named Freshman Athlete of the Year. Curbelo uh, on Twitter said, Wow, thanks to the coaching staff, my teammates, and everyone that's part of the organization for always pushing me to be the best I could be. And then he gave the blessed hand emoji times three. Um, so uh, good for Curbelo, good for Io. Um, and then I saw that Grandison made the Finnish national team. I don't know if he'll make it to the Olympics, but uh, good for him. He's going to, I didn't know that he was Finnish, but there you go. Now well, you know Finland and the United States ever play. Now we know Illinois, uh, Illinois, the United States is only going to win by 80 instead of 75. True. True. And 75 instead of 80. What? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and then uh, speaking of IO, uh, he has been at the combine. It uh, sounds like uh, teams are really impressed with him with his professionalism. Uh, he was all over Twitter because he wore a suit in his interview. I think he was the only guy that did that. Um some numbers. I don't know. I found this. Some dude posted on Twitter. So I don't know what any of this means, but here you go, guys. Uh, his standing vertical was 32 and a half inches, which is 15th. I don't know how many guys are in the combine. I thought it was 40, but he was 41st in the three quarter court sprint. So <laughs> um, I guess it's not 40. Anyways, uh, max vertical leap, uh, 39 inches, 14th. Uh, shuttle run, 3.24 seconds, 36th. Uh, like I said, three-quarter quor- three court sprint, he was 41st. Uh, didn't have a time posted. And then lane agility time, uh, 11 and a half seconds and 35th. 
So his vertical is really good. I think above average. His speed seems slow to me. I don't 69 know. 69 players. 69. So his speed is what? In the top third, maybe? Top. So uh, not terrible, but um, for the way that he moved in the open court or downhill uh, on breakaways, I guess that just kind of surprised me. So um, I think he's moved up to like 22 in uh, the draft predictions. Uh, we did DM him guys. We tried to get him on the show. He, he left us on red. So he's not a fan, yeah, but it is what it is. Um, everything we did for him, huh? All the, all the times when he said how good he was. Yeah. So, what a joke. Yeah. Uh, Illinois, uh, the team is back. The, the freshmen are on campus. Uh, plumbers back cl- plumbers there. They had a bunch of pictures uh, with Plummer, Pods, Curbelo, Goody, Hutcherson, Hutcherson. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the He's guys are get back your working hopes out. Up, then get hurt again. Uh, I, I got a good feeling. I got a good feeling. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, we talked about uh, Big Ten ACC. Uh, let's talk about the Gavit Games. Um, they announced those, which is the Big East versus the Big Ten. Um, it was canceled last year due to COVID. Illinois will take on Shaka Smart and the Fighting Marquette Eagles. <laughs> Duh, the Fighting that. Golden Eagles. They um, produced two NBA stars out of Marquette the last twenty years. Wow, that's impressive. Dwayne Wade, Jimmy Butler. That's right. How many's Illinois <laughs> uh, got? Yeah, so uh, don't go out to Marquette for that. I mean. Two? Obviously, Illinois is going to win this game by 50, but yeah, uh, yeah. So, Marquette finished ninth last year in the Big East, uh, out of 11 teams. Um, and they were only in front of Butler and DePaul. I and we'll talk about it a little bit. They're losing, uh, one of their best, I'd say, one of their best inside players. Um, but there's only eight games being played, and th- these are the matchups. So, Hang on to your seats. They're really good, guys. Um, <laughs> Providence, um, who finished sixth in the Big East, is playing at Wisconsin. Um, Seton Hall, this is probably the best game. Seton Hall, which tied for fourth, is playing at Michigan. Yeah. Um, Creighton, uh, who was second in the Big East, is playing at Nebraska. Nebraska will win that game. Barn burner. Um, Nebraska will win that game. I like that. Um, Calling it. Michigan State will play at Butler. St. John's. St. John's will play at Indiana. I think that'll be a pretty good game because I think St. John's is going to be better in Indiana. And Indiana be should be better. Yeah, I agree. Okay, game. Um, Ohio State is playing at Xavier. No interest. And Rutgers is playing at DePaul. Now that is the worst game. So um, Purdue's not playing. Iowa's not playing. Maryland, Minnesota. Penn State, Northwestern for the Big Ten, and then no Villanova, which really sucks, um, Georgetown, and UConn. What the hell are they making Illinois, Ohio State, and uh, Michigan State waste their time for then? Uh, yeah, Michigan. I don't know. You know what? I, what like The matchup that I would have loved to see is Purdue-Villanova. Yeah, that Purdue would have won. I think that would have been a top ten, you know, two top ten teams playing each other. Would have been one of those – Early season great matchups, but no, they gotta just yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I apparently this is just the way the Gavit Games is. So um, <laughs> deal with it, folks. Um, Illinois is gonna beat Marquette by thirty. Uh, put it in the books. Yep. 
Uh, is there any other matchup that you like that you actually want to watch? St. John's, Indiana. Okay. Good game. Right. Other than that, pretty bad. Rutgers, DePaul. I mean, Jesus, who the hell is going to watch that? And, and also, <laughs> uh, what, what was the other one? Uh, Michigan State, Butler, no interest. Yeah. Um, yeah, Creighton, Nebraska. Nebraska's going to win. So everyone's going to be like, oh, Creighton's going to win. That, Nebraska's going to win. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Suck on that. Uh, uh, Marquette's going to be better than they were last year, though. So, And we're very sure. good at making predictions for games before the season because we said Illinois is going to beat Missouri by 30 this year. <laughs> uh-huh. That didn't happen. Yeah. They'll beat them by 30 next this coming year, though. If we do a watch party, they'll lose. Okay. I'm going to be at the game. so Do a watch party from the game. I'll, I'll do a watch party there. Put a GoPro attached to your shirt out in yeah. front of you. Okay. There we go. Boom. <laughs> um, in uh, Marquette news, which, I mean, it only applies because we're going to play Marquette. And <laughs> um, supposedly uh, Dawson Garcia is it, – it's beach- and this is preliminary rumors. Um, Dawson Garcia, who is a former top 30, um, 6'11", 230-pound forward, Last year, he averaged 13.6 and a half rebounds in 27 starts for Marquette. Um, he has entered the transfer portal. There's no, he, he said that he could still come back to Marquette. So it doesn't mean that he's completely gone. Um, but a lot of teams are interested in him. Um, I've heard that Illinois, it's going to be between Illinois and North Carolina. I don't know how true that is. A lot of people are, or talking about Texas, but Texas is stacked right now. So I don't know how he'd fit in there. Especially in um, the front court. So I think that he'd be, he'd be a great addition to Illinois. Um, I'm just not going to get my hopes up because we've, we've done that. And that's why we don't talk about recruits very much anymore. Cause we've usually done that with recruits, not transfers. So, you know, it's a little different, but well, I mean, we talked about Trey Mitchell and all that. I didn't really, I mean, uh, he ended I up wasn't in Texas. That so, I mean, I, I just don't think that Texas would be a good spot for him since they did get Trey Mitchell and they got uh, that other guy. Remember that other guy? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, this would make me feel a lot more confident in the front court. Losing Kofi, you'll have Omar Payne and, and him would make me feel better about that. But I agree. Um, definitely got to worry about scoring underneath if Omar Payne's the only guy you got down there. I mean, he'll be good defensively, but they're going to need to be able to shoot the ball as well as they did last year I think they will. They should. Who did they I mean, lose from last year that's a, an outside threat? Like, Io was pretty inconsistent from from three. I mean, he had good numbers, but I, that's not the guy I would count on early in the first half of a game. Laid down the stretch, yeah, he's going to do it. But I think Alfonso Plummer is uh, a better shooter at the college level than we've seen from Adam Miller. I think there's no doubt about that. I think if you look at what Alfonso Plummer did at Utah, he was he was a better, more consistent shooter than what we saw from Miller last year. So um, yeah. I think they should be able to shoot more because you got to think Podzimski can uh, knock him down. I mean, I know that he played against a bunch of five-foot-five white kids in high school, but that's <laughs> fine. Um, I, I expect mean, him all to be the, good. All the freshmen coming in are – Supposed to be shooters, so and you gotta think Curbelo's not gonna be that bad from three. This I year. yeah, I I have a feeling Curbelo is gonna shoot twenty eight percent. 
Which I is a take, huge improvement. <laughs> I would take 25. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think Curbella is going to be be much better from behind behind the arc. Uh and, and if he isn't, then I think that he's smart enough to know not to shoot him. So Well, I don't I also think on the other side, something's got to give with DeMonte. He's not going to shoot that high of a percent again. True. True. Uh but they do have Frazier there Shouldn't and Frazier's going to be in a similar role to pre-IO, not as big of a role, but a similar one, probably getting more shots. And Curbelo needs to do for the Illini what Trey Young did at Oklahoma, which was shoot the ball really well. He's not going to be Trey Young because Trey Young is like Steph Curry-esque with the Different. way he shoots. Yeah. But uh, he needs to just shoot better and don't take so many stupid shots from three. Like he he took some questionable shots late in shot clocks. But another thing is you got a fast break. He's wide open for three, and he misses everything. So we did see that a few times. But something's got to give with both him. DeMonte won't be as good. Cabrera's got to be better. Yep. On to the next. On to the next. Um, still waiting on a, a third assistant coach. I mean, let's say announce what are the names? Today. What are the names of the guys we got now? I forgot already. What? The names of the two assistant coaches we have Frazier. Now? Trent yeah. Frazier. Not Trent, okay. <laughs> Chester Frazier. And I don't remember the other guy. Uh, Jeff Alexander from Lincoln. I'm surprised. He's from Lincoln, but he's been in Illinois for a while. So. He's from Lincoln, Illinois. His dad coaches at Lincoln High School. Greg Alexander. Okay. Um, trash. Decent steak yeah. and shake. It could be a little better, but that's kind of my thought. How do you mess up steak and shake? Sometimes if, the cheese sauce you, is questionable. If you have to say it's decent, then it's well, not the cheese good. sauce. Like I had a steak and shake in Colorado with the worst. They cheese have sauce steak ever. and shake in Colorado. It was that a was brand your, new one. At the that time. was your first mistake. Leaving Illinois well, to go have steak and shake. You know, it was just there, so okay. you got to stop. And it looked new, and the cheese sauce was like horrendous. Yeah, just. It's a, that's a deal breaker for me, but that's just, yeah, I digress. I'm not a big fan of their cheese sauce. Anyways. Well, um, I like it a lot, but it has to be done right. So there, I, I've heard rumors. There is talk that uh, Brian Randall may be, maybe uh, coming back to the line. I, what do you feel about that? I think that would be a fine move because. Do you, do you think that you leave an assistant job for a team no. that's probably going to win? The NBA championship. Okay, let's calm down. I mean, what? nothing's done yet. <laughs> I they, still gotta, they, they still got to win uh, this first series before they can get there. But uh, I mean, yeah. you know, he's from the state of Illinois. Right. He has experience. I personally wouldn't uh, leave an NBA job for a college job unless it was an NBA assistant job for a college head coaching job, mm-hmm. because the lifestyle is so much easier in the NBA. But sure. uh, even I guess for an assistant. Though is a little different. I, an assistant coach, at the NBA level, still has to do a lot of work. Like the head coach doesn't have a ton of things to do in an off season. The, the assistant coach is working with players. So, but from Peoria, played at Illinois for seven hundred years, didn't get drafted, didn't play in the NBA. Um, but he was he was playing up until. 2017, then he's an assistant coach for the T-Wolves, and now with my uh, Phoenix Suns. But, you know, yeah. if if he wants to go from one of my teams to another, I'm cool with that. I think he'd be a fine addition, get another alum in there. But 
I don't know. So I think people are are really leaning that he it's going to be him because there hasn't been an announcement yet. Um, and because the Suns are they're going to wait until the Suns get done. Um, would there be any other reason why you wouldn't have a coach yet? I mean, I don't know. I could see a scenario where Underwood's just slacking a little bit on this. Well, he's been uh, he's been busy going to games, watching AJ Casey and and others. AJ Casey uh, has to be number one Tom Izzo. So, Yeah, that's it's questionable. Is Tom Izzo going to leave Michigan State to become an assistant here? Maybe he's number so. three. I hope so. <laughs> um, I and um, just talking about coaches, uh, Deion Thomas had Coleman Hawkins on his uh, podcast. Yesterday, I believe. So he has Coleman Hawkins on, but not us. I mean, what is this? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Maybe you can text him. See what's up. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. I'll, I'm sure I'll get right on that. Uh, Hawkins said that uh, Underwood apologized to him for not playing him more in the two through five position, um, and then he said that he is only he's one of the only fives in the Big Ten besides maybe EJ Liddell that can pop out and hit the three, and. Uh, so he thinks that he will play the five. It sounds like he's going to play the five um, here and there. Uh, and then he also said that Underwood relied heavily on the assistants to call the offense and do the offense. And now he thinks that it's going to go back more to Underwood um, in his offense and what he wants. So kind uh, of, kind of a weird, uh, kind of a weird quote, I guess was that, Underwood relied heavily on his assistance. I mean, so anyways. Um, and then uh, Dion, towards the end of the little clip I saw, I think Ryan Foreign is the one that uh, shared the clip, um, said that he isn't positive Kofi isn't coming back. Um, I, that seems very delusional to me. I love you, Dion. But um, uh, he had he had his gear sold like up for sale. It's still up for sale. You can buy a thirteen hundred dollars signed jersey if you want um, on the players trunk.com or whatever it is. So I don't think that you are still eligible to come back once you start selling your merchandise. Um, and and I could see, yeah, you could come back if you would have started July first when you can make money off, you know, yourself, but to do it before then, I don't think there's any way. So um, I think with the NIL that Kofi could come back and make pretty good money playing for Illinois. Uh, I just don't see it happening. So Yeah, it's, it's over. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's, it's too late. Yeah. So um, a couple other things uh, and then we'll wrap this up. I got somewhere I got to be in 10 minutes. So um we, I told you we weren't doing recruiting much anymore. I found this line I offers by the numbers. Uh, it makes it easy, quick, painless. Um, so far for the class of 22, Illinois has 58 offers out there. 58. This is why we don't talk about it, guys. Uh, <laughs> 29 guards, 24 forwards, and five centers. For the class of 23, they have 30 out there, 15 guards, 11 forwards, four centers. And for 24, they have uh, offers out to three different forwards. So... Uh, a lot of guys out there. I saw they made Colin Smith's top 10. Um, I saw, what was that kid's name? Uh, just went to North Carolina, came on a visit, and then announced a week later he's going to North Carolina. So um, if anybody ever does commit, we will talk about it. But up until then, I we just don't. 
it's just too much and we don't have enough insider knowledge to really help out with any of that so um last thing that we're going to talk about is uh house of pain tbt coming to peoria uh, i got two tickets ethan may go with me i don't know but we're gonna <laughs> i'm gonna go watch him saturday july 24th um at 1 p.m against the underdogs of jackson tennessee the big news coming out in the last, I think it was last week or the week before, uh, Illinois uh, House of Pain landed Brandon Paul. Uh, Mike LaTulip has been working on him for two years, finally got him to commit to come play, uh, which is awesome. Uh, the rest of the lineup is uh, Nana Egwu, Ravante Rice, Juice Thompson from Northwestern, Kipper Nichols, Leron Black. Yes, I said Kipper Nichols. I know you love him. Leron Black, Mike Dom. Andres Felice, Dimitri McKamey, and Jalen Tate. And the only thing that I can see with this is Illinois is super small. Um, I mean, Jalen Jalen Tate, McKamey, Felice, and I believe Juice Thompson are all under 6'1". Juice Thompson's 5'9". Felice, I think, is 6'0". McKamey's 6'1". Jalen Tate's 6'1". So um, I I feel like they need another big uh, Kofi Cover. What are you doing right now? Um, but yeah, He's so I'm, I'm excited to go nice. watch them, um, to see some of these guys, uh, the seats were, they're, they're relatively inexpensive. I mean, it was 60 bucks for two games, but it's literally second row. So, uh, I'm excited. I know you, you got a fence to fix or something in a month. Well, so. I was confused on the dates. So, you know, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I'll probably go. I mean, I can't 100% commit yet, but uh, I'm like 95, 95 on that. But um, yeah, we'll make some videos for the Twitter if we, if we do that. So yeah. yeah, everyone's gonna be interested in that. But I guess Especially the next when we when we hit up the breweries around Peoria and you have a well, beer, I will not be doing that. But uh, <laughs> you know, I think I don't even know what our next episode is going to be at this point. It'll be number 69, a nice number. Maybe we'll do it right before, or right after TBT. Probably right before because um, I'm gonna go. I'll be on vacation right after. So I think July like 22nd yeah. or something will be yeah, a good date. But uh, yeah, that's why we'll see again. Unless there's massive news, like if Kofi returns, emergency podcast. But yeah, that's absolutely. not gonna happen. So, but that will be. The, so he has till July 7th. Um, like I said, I think that he he already can't because of the because of the whole players trunk thing. Um, so, but. Yeah, so yeah, he's done. I mean, let's be honest. All right, that's, that's episode nice. 69, a nice number coming next. And uh, that's it for episode 68. We'll see you in about a month or less, probably less than a month, but it'll be around a month. Yep, later.